Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, offering securities through United Planners Financial Services member FINRA SIPC, guides clients with empathy in discovering and reaching their financial goals and creates financial plans for clients so they can live their life by design. In these episodes, he relates his expert financial insights and discusses timely topics. Royal strives for excellence and has a passion for sharing his knowledge and supporting his community. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Live by Design with Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Royal, it is so good to talk to you again. Oh, it's great to be here, Eric. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I'm, I'm really excited about today's subject, and that's all about mistakes. Well, actually, top five retirement mistakes that business owners make. How did you come up with this subject? Well, this is something that we actually put to, put together a white paper for a while ago, and I had a conversation with a uh, young man just this last week. He was a referral from a from one of my clients. It's his son-in-law, mm-hmm. and it was just really just starting off with it with a brand new business. It's just him right now. He's looking to hire on his first employee, and really just really putting together hey, what do I need as kind of the basics to get started? So Mm. it kind of brought up that we had this white paper that we put together for retirement mistakes, but just as a way of kind of reframing that question of what what are the right things to be doing when you own a business? How do you start kind of building that equity for the future, not only in your business, but also in your personal life Mm -hmm. to really allow that business to take you to where you want to go. I'm talking with another business owner just recently. He's in this process of looking at retirement down the road and he's younger, but it's that idea of maybe retiring a little bit younger than 65. Mm -hmm. And we're walking through the numbers and he has a pretty modest lifestyle. So it was really the question of with the business, you can really choose when you want to retire because the business provides so much flexibility in income and planning opportunities that owning a, a small business is just such a powerful tool for really building out the life that you want to lead and deciding when you want to retire. So that's something that we specialize here at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Uh, A lot of my clients are business owners or have been Mm -hmm. business owners. So it's just walking them through, hey, here's all the the positive things that you can do. And here's all the things that you should probably avoid if you do own a business to make sure you don't leave yourself or your family in, in dire straits. Yeah, absolutely. And you told me earlier, and you, you mentioned just a moment ago that you've got a white paper on this that's going to be, it's going to go much more in depth than we can go on this podcast because we don't have the time. But you're making that available to any of the listeners. And, and all they have to do is email you, correct? That's right. That's right. You can just email info at opfa.com. Uh, and we'll be happy to send that out to you. Just put white paper in the subject line. Perfect. And we'll remind everybody at the end of the podcast. So don't worry about it if you didn't write it down right then. All right. So the top five, right? So let's start with number one. What's the first thing? So number one is not creating a retirement roadmap. In Stephen Covey's Seven uh, Habits of the Highly Effective Person, I, I think the, I think it's the first habit is start with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. And that's what really what we want to do here is no matter how long you've been a business owner, how uh, young or old you are, it's really starting to look at 
why am I working so hard and how do I want to transition out of this business? So putting together that retirement roadmap and, and at least kind of staking out what am I trying to accomplish with this business? I think about Michael Gerber, who wrote the uh, E-Myth and the E-Myth Revisited, which is really about owning a business. And he differentiates between working in your business and working on mm-hmm. your business. And so often as uh, business owners and entrepreneurs, we kind of get stuck in the minutia in the day-to-day and we sometimes lose the big picture. So having that retirement roadmap, is kind of taking that step back is a great way of avoiding that mistake of if you don't know where you're going, you, you'll probably mm-hmm. get there. I think that's an old uh, Yogi Berra uh, quote there. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so it sounds like that young man that spoke to you just this last week, that's what he's starting, right? He's starting here where he's going to cr- start to create that retirement robot with you. Right, right. And he's a young man, but I think just with the idea of getting through the excitement of going through those first few years of starting a business and saying, Mm -hmm. okay, well, what are you trying to build here? And then also making sure that you don't lose your most valuable asset, which is time really is a thing that we can't get back. We can always make more money. But if we miss out on those early years of saving and building wealth, there's just no way of kind of recapturing that. So we want to make sure we don't lose that ability to take advantage of those early years where maybe you don't have the expenses that that you might wind up with in another few years, especially as you start to have a family and, and buy a home mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and kind of reinvest in all those, those lifestyle things, which, which are good things in and of themselves. But getting a jump on planning for retirement is really one of the top things that we can recommend to people. So not having a retirement roadmap can be just a, a, a scary thing there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What's the second thing we need to know? Yeah. The second mistake we see quite often from business owners is not having an exit plan. A lot of business owners, when I first sit down with them, their exit plan is five to 10 years from now, I might think about selling the business. (laughs) Yeah. And that really comes down to five years is a long enough time away where you really don't have to do any planning right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And and it's a great avoidance there of not having to worry about tomorrow too much. But there's also so many other things that can happen along the way that if you don't have some contingency plans built in there or you wait until the very end to start planning your exit, there's a good possibility that the uh, value of your business might not be as transferable as you expected. And having a good solid exit plan in mind, especially in that kind of 10 year time frame before you you do want to start uh, planning your exit from the business it's an excellent way of making sure you're able to retain that value so we really want to focus on that that's part of the business exit, exit planning strategies that we go through with clients is making sure that number 1 we have that retirement roadmap for you so once the business is no more what do you want that future to look like And then also, how do we maximize that value? So not having an exit strategy is definitely something we see all the time with business owners. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't quote which podcast it is, but you've actually spoken about exit strategies and some of the hints and tips that you've uh, worked with your clients over the years. You've had a podcast on that. So any listener that's interested can go back and find that for sure. 
Yeah, and that's uh, episode 47 of the podcast. You can go to opfa.com and just click on the uh, podcast links at the top and find that. And I, I think that is a great introduction to mm-hmm. exit planning for someone who's in that five to 10 years out. Maybe I'll start thinking about it. That's a great way of just kind of going through what our process is that we walk business owners through to help them really achieve what they want to do. I don't think any business owners want to leave money on the table. Mm-hmm. Now, maximizing value is probably not the only thing you want to do, but uh, you definitely don't want to uh, not get the that that full value out of the business. Yeah. Well, that's why you're the boss of podcast numbers. <laughs> All right. What's, what is <laughs> the third mistake? I did have mistake? to look that up. So. Oh, okay. That was very quick. Yeah. <laughs> what What is the third mistake? So the third mistake, I, I, I see this quite often. Usually I see it with people who are just starting off. I know it's something when I just first started uh, my practice, it was something that uh, I was very loose with, but that is not separating personal assets from business assets. Oftentimes when business owners start off, sometimes they're starting off as a sole proprietorship, Mm -hmm. which is really just an unincorporated business where you as a business owner are taking on kind of full liability there for any mistakes or anything that happens inside of your business. So that can really put your own personal assets at risk. That's why we see corporations, LLCs start to come into the mix once your business is kind of up and running for a few years and profitable. The big thing in my mind here is you want to have a strategy in place to make sure that you're able to take an income a salary, dividends, how, whatever structure you want from the business and move the, those assets from a business asset over into a personal asset. Mm-hmm. You don't want everything commingled and really have no understanding of where things are at. One of the best books I read about this, which really lines out for business owners, I think a great strategy of how to approach their income is Profit First. And in that book, the author really goes through a great framework of how to account for every dollar that comes into the business, whether it's going to operation costs, taxes, or profit, and really lining out how to start thinking about that. And and I've seen that even in my own business, how powerful that concept is of instead of waiting until the end of the month or the end of the quarter to see how profitable I've been, why don't I just start allocating money to my profit account first and then working backwards from there? All right. Interesting. A lot of lessons to yeah. be learned, it sounds like. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if anyone is interested in that book, give me a call. I'd love to have a conversation about it and I'd be happy to send you out a complimentary copy there. Great. That's, that is fantastic. All right. Are we on to number four? Yeah. So number four is really something just essential here. And that's not having the right insurance policies in place. Now in the white paper, we kind of harp on life insurance, but I really truly believe that if you're a business owner, you really need to look at your health as well. So make sure that you have the proper health coverage and then also proper disability insurance in place in the event that you lose the ability to continue working. And part of this is also looking at your exit strategy, maybe in the form of a buy-sell arrangement that can be funded through life insurance and disability insurance 
to make sure that if something were to happen to you, either a key employee or maybe a competitor can buy out your business, provide for your family that check and not leave the business in disarray should anything happen to you. So having the right insurances in place is very important. The other ones is if you don't have at least an annual review with your commercial insurance person, I, I just think you're missing out and probably leaving your business open to potential liabilities there. Not having that right coverage can be pretty dangerous, especially looking at some of the stories I heard from people who lost their businesses in the fires. If you had the proper insurance coverages, basically loss of use coverages mm. in your commercial business policies, that insurance really stepped in and made a very hard situation a little bit easier to manage. Wow. Yeah, that's, I can see how that'd be very devastating. Just, I mean, that, that's a simple thing that you may overlook could be detrimental. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. And that's really where I see our job as financial planners really comes in as making sure that you are having those conversations and making sure that you're on that right path and don't have any blind spots there when it comes to your financial plan and your business plan. Mm -hmm. All right. We're on number five. So number five is a big one. Number five is not hiring outside support. I, some business owners I sit down with, some of them love to do every little thing themselves. And I, I think we can both agree that's probably not the most profitable way of structuring mm -hmm. your business. If you're doing your own payroll, if you're doing your own taxes and you're not a, a CPA or an accounting firm, probably not a good use of your time. So making sure that you are hiring the right team whether it be for taxes, HR consulting, and also for managing your retirement plan and financial plan, it's essential that you kind of step outside of the bubble that you're in and start hiring those experts to protect you because really that is going to be much more cost-effective in the long run if you have the right proactive team behind you. Mm -hmm. We certainly don't want you taking on a lot of expenses, but if you're hiring someone for your team, they should be adding at least as much value as what you're paying them for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that that's something I, I've seen a lot of business owners go through is being afraid of having that extra expense mm -hmm. and not realizing the amount of time and energy kind of taking care of those little things can do to an owner and their profitability. So. Some of the best and fastest growing businesses I know are really good at not necessarily trying to internalize those things, but really hiring experts to do it for them. Yeah. I, I find it interesting because a few years ago, there was really a lot of question on virtual assistants, virtual this, virtual that. Uh, and because of COVID, there's so much virtual now, right? I mean, there's so many people that have been working from home and do work from home. A lot of these resources that business owners could use or could get, they don't have to be a local shop down the street. It's nice to be able to support locally as well, but for those that need it, there, there are so many virtual options that can really help set you on a good path and free up your time, the business owner's time to, to actually grow the business. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think most business owners want to do what they're good at mm -hmm. and just focus on that. And I think yeah. that's really where you can take your business to the next level and not get caught in things that 
you're okay at. You you really mm-hmm. want to be focused on the things you're great at. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We knew this was going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast because there's just no way to dive into this completely. And you offer that white paper. Let's give the email address one more time where they can retrieve that from. And then we can, we'll close out the show here. Yeah. Just email info at opfa.com and just put white paper in the subject line. We'll be happy to uh, send that over to you. And also pick up the phone. If you have questions, if you own a business, Love to have a conversation with you and just kind of walk you through some of the things that we see our most successful businesses doing and the way we can help those businesses really plan for the future and really design the, the life that the business owner wants to lead there. Sounds good to me, Royal. Thank you so much for this podcast today. Great information and great resources that you're offering out. No, oh, my pleasure. All right. And our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life by Design podcast with Royal Stanley. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Royal comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life by Design podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The views expressed are those of the presenter and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Material discussed is meant to provide general information and is not meant to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Individual needs vary and require consideration of your unique objectives and financial situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Advisory services offered through Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services of America, member FINRA and SIPC. Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. and United Planners Financial Services are independent companies.